Well, good morning, everyone. Hope you're doing well. It is Wednesday uh, here in the Deep South in Mobile, Alabama. Got midweek Bible study tonight. I'm excited to get into Exodus 17, which is going through the Old Testament, and uh, there's a lot going on. God is working. Moses is trusting and interceding for the people, and just good stuff in the Word. But praying that you have a good day, and, and we're continuing our little study here in Psalm 119, and this is number 9, I believe, yeah, number 9, the ninth episode in season 30. Uh, there's a lot of seasons, there's a lot of, I'm realizing, uh, I've recorded a lot in the last, I guess, year, um, I don't know exactly when I started the Drive podcast, but just excited to continue on and consistently do it because it, it encourages me. It helps me to stay honed in and focused on the Lord. And I hope and I pray that it does the same for you. But today we're on verse 65, and we're going to look at verse 65 to verse 72 in Psalm 119. And he starts off and says, You have dealt well with your servant, O Lord, according to your word. And so isn't that true? of all of us as Christians, as believers, you know, uh, he's dealt well with us according to his word. And so often we hear people blaming God for bad things that happen to good people, but the fact is we're all bad people that serve a good God. In other words, we're born sinners in a fallen world with enemies abounding to take us down. And so, God has dealt well with us. Man, He really has. He is good. Even in the crazy, chaotic circumstances, His goodness doesn't change. He's immutable. He's unchanging. He's dealt well with us according to His Word. As we stick to His Word, um, God helps us to stay in His will. He says, Teach me good judgment and knowledge for I believe your commandments this is so important for today's day and age isn't it Lord teach me good judgment like I want to make the right decisions I want to make the right calls I want to um, you know I want to do the right things in order for all of this to happen uh, we need to heed God's word and, and stay in it right and so Lord help me to make these judgments help me to make these decisions Help me to know what to do. That's not a bad thing to ask God for help. That's exactly what we should consistently, right, be doing. Teach me your good judgments and knowledge, for I believe in your commandments. <coughs> Excuse me. He says, before I was afflicted, I went astray, but now I keep your word. So he sees and knows and understands the contrast between walking with the Lord and not walking with the Lord. Walking in His Word and going astray. Drawing near to God versus drifting from God. And I think we all know that as well. There was a time where we didn't even know the Lord. And I'm sure in your Christian life, because none of us are perfect and we struggle, we go through things, right? Trials. I'm sure there was a time in your Christian life where you kind of drifted. 
or you felt like God was silent, so you said, forget it. Or you started dabbling in sins, you know, sin from your past, like stuff you used to do. You're starting to uh, form these habits that don't help, but that actually bring you back. They take you back instead of moving you forward. But God changed you by his word. He changed me. He says in verse 68, You are good and do good. Teach me your statutes. And again, staying on the fact that God isn't sometimes good. He isn't occasionally good. He isn't a fair-weather father who's good one day, bad the next. Happy this day, angry the next. He is good, as you know the saying. How, how often is he good? Well, he's good all the time. God is good. All the time, God is good. God is good all the time. I, I didn't even know about that whole phraseology, you know, for a long time because I didn't grow up in the church. But it's the truth. You are good, God. And you do good. Teach me your statutes. Because as we know God's statutes, as we learn them, as we take them in, then we get to replicate the action that Jesus took and emulate what God wants us to do. He is good. Period. Verse 69, the proud have forged a lie against me, but I will keep your precepts with my whole heart. See, the proud were coming against him, right? They were pushing back. They were possibly persecuting because of his faith, but what happened? He's going to keep his statutes, you see. And so there's always going to be those who are coming against you, especially when you're doing things for God. When you're, doing for, when you're doing things for Jesus, it's not going to be smooth sailing. There's going to be rough weather. There's going to be storms. There's going to be difficulty. There's going to be things that we don't expect. There's going to be times of being uncomfortable. It's just how it is. But it's worth it. You know? It's worth it. Because you're walking with Jesus. Because you're living for God. Because you're forging ahead in the faith. Uh, so the psalmist here is like, you know, I'm, I'm going to keep your precepts with my whole heart. Not part of his heart, not a portion of his heart, but with his whole heart. I love that. All or nothing. Are you in or not? Essentially, that's what Jesus said when he told the disciples or asked the disciples, just made a statement, follow me. Now, they had free will. Jesus wasn't going to force the fishermen to say to follow him or else you're dead. You know, no. To follow me. They had a choice. Were they going to follow him or not? They dropped what they were doing and they followed him. Are we going to drop what we're doing and follow him and put him first? Or are we going to put our job first? Are we going to put our family first? Are we going to put situation first? No, put God first and everything else will flow into that. Verse 70 says, 
their heart is as fat as grease, but I delight in your law. So he's talking about the proud again, right? They're proud, they're haughty, they think they're the best, they don't care about anyone else, they walk on people and don't regret it or care about it because they're in sin. He says, but I delight in your law. Again, there's that word delight. So often through uh, this whole psalm, Psalm 119, delight. When it comes to God's word, delight in it. Verse 71, it is good for me that I have been afflicted that I may learn your statutes. What? That doesn't make sense to a lot of people. It's good for me that I've been afflicted? Uh, how is that good at all? It's good for me that I've been afflicted. What do you think about Paul? He's afflicted a lot. He made a whole list of his afflictions, actually. But... He said he was glad he was afflicted. Why? Because God's strength was made perfect in his what? Yeah, weakness. In his weakness. So affliction brings to the surface our faith. Isn't that amazing? It's kind of a hard pill to swallow, but it's the truth. It's how it works. It's how life is. And that we shouldn't see that in a pessimistic sort of way, but in a, you know what? God's refining me. God's growing me. I'm afflicted right now, but I'm not crushed. You know, there are storms around me, but I'm not drowned. I'm staying above water because the Lord is with me. The last verse, guys, verse 72. The law of your mouth is better to me than thousands of coins of gold and silver. Wow. What a statement that is, right? He's basically like, listen, the true riches... True riches are not in your bank account. True riches are not in all the stuff you've accumulated. Guess where treasure really is? Well, the treasure is a scripture. That's the treasure. Because it's the truth. That's the treasure. True riches come from the word of God. Because that's how we spiritually are nourished, right? The Word of God is likened to to bread, to milk, to meat, and to honey. Nutrients. Spiritual nutrients. So how amazing is that? God gives us the spiritual nutrients that we need to teach us. He teaches us. And it's like we learn this. We learn the knowledge. But then it's time to enact the knowledge, which then it goes from knowledge to actual wisdom, because we're using what God is telling us. We're doing it. We're being doers of the word, not hearers only. I'm so glad James wrote that in the first chapter of this letter, because we need to hear that. So often we're the frozen chosen, right? We're sideline saints. We're you know bottoms in the chair. And taking in but not walking out. I don't want to just take in. I want to take in and give out. We're to be conduits. Conduits, right? The word flows through us. It's an amazing thing. So allow God's word to teach you today. God bless you guys. Have an amazing day. Talk to you tomorrow.